Let's go. Oh my God, it's it's the first week of the year. Yes, it is. Yes, oh. it is. It's a whole ass new year. You can you me? believe it? I mean, I can believe it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I can surprise, but like, maybe you just going around in circles every year. Just same thing every year. I mean, obviously things happen, but like, it's cyclical. I mean, we made it. We made it. Yeah, it's about finishing. Yeah. But it's also like... It's a new beginning, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can make this upcoming year better than your last year. So, True. I mean, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I love celebrating the new year. I like being low-key with it, but I like celebrating the new year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that point of view. I mean, like, I feel the same way. But I'm also just in this moment where I'm just like, wow, maybe it's, it's like a year's 12 months and we just like, we do it and then we do it and then we do it and it just keeps going on and on and on. Crazy. But you gotta be coming into like the new year, like kind of like riding a high because your birthday is at the end of the year. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I'm not saying I don't celebrate or acknowledge the new year. I, part of the celebration also to be like, all right, let's start this over again. Let's here yeah. we go. Let's, let's go like yeah. let's pump it up. Like, yeah. what you finna do? I come in, I come into the new year depleted because it's Christmas and I'm Santa Claus. That's so that's, like, that's crazy. I'm tired, y'all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's kick this off. Y'all, if you're listening to this, welcome back to the Runners Club podcast. Um, I'm your co-host, Courtney Phillips. And this is Ian Gonzalez. How y'all feeling? Hey. <laughs> I love how you're holding your uh, cord like you don't have a real microphone in front of you. Oh yeah, I guess I am talking into the microphone. <laughs> oh wow. I was like really I was like really feeling like I needed to do that. Okay, yeah. So new year, um, you know, more podcasting, more running. Um, how are you feeling? What's your week been like? My week, super chill. I just kind of hung out with the kids, uh, caring for most of the week and stuff like that, leading up into New Year's and stuff like that. Um, I was only one celebrating. I was only one like turned up. I should really? Say. Yeah, I'd be like, I like turning up at home. I mean, My who doesn't? Because then your bed is just down, just a couple steps away. A person does not. Oh, she does not. We still knew, so I'm still learning a lot. She didn't. She she was like mad chill. We had a seven on Sundays chat. Uh-huh. And we, and we was in the same place on two different computers because she was in her room chilling, and I was. Turn. And her kitchen turned the fuck up. Turn all the way. Juvenile lyrics and all. <laughs> <laughs> all the way up. All the way up. But it was nice. I mean, it, it was fun. It was a smooth ass week. Um, not much running got done because we got sick as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, no COVID tested uh, negative. Well, the rapid test was negative. The PCR never came back. It's been a week now and we still haven't gotten the test results for that. Do you ever take one of those PCR tests and be like, how do you guys keep track of this? Like, I always feel like they're going to lose mine. I'm like, it's, I'm handing you a swab in a plastic bag and you're just putting in another pile. Like how, I just don't get it. I mean, I'm, I have, I mean, look, they have a system. They were, they're working very hard. I don't want to, you know, nah, nah, I'm just nah, saying nah. though, but like. Let me, let me put you on though. We, so all the spots around Shorty's crib, was like two, three hours, so you had to make an appointment, right? So I found this little tucked off place, right? Like in this little mini mall. 
And so we go in there. It obviously was something else before it was like a, a COVID testing place, right? Mm-hmm. And we sitting in the front. We going to the back and you can see like little restaurant chairs, little black restaurant chairs with the black uh, booty part and the black back and stuff. And then like restaurant tables, you can see them around the corner. But then when you actually get around the corner, it was like this one Indian guy with like had to have been 30, 40 boxes of uh, the spin bikes mm. sitting behind him. We talking about spin bikes. The bikes you go when you go when you on when you on spin class. Oh, like a biking machine, like the yeah. actual like. Oh, what? So it was like a cycle class place. But like it looked like it should have been a restaurant too, though. <laughs> so, Maybe they had a juice bar. You don't know. I don't know what was going on in there, but as this Indian dude, of course, he had the one earpiece in his ear. <laughs> he was talking to somebody while he was giving us our test. It was some Polish ladies in front of us, some East European women in front of us. Like, it was crazy. But he gave us our rapid test right there, and he was like, 48 hours to your PCR. It's been a week. We still have not gotten our PCR test. We didn't been sick and felt better, got sick again and felt better. Still haven't gotten our PCR test. Wow. But yeah, no, nah, we was we was we was down. We was down. I think I caught a cold mm-hmm. running. I was overdressed. Um, the last long run I did, eighteen miles, and I didn't have a hat or anything. Mm-hmm. I was sweating a lot. I caught a cold, and then I gave it to uh, Karen and so on and so forth. But you know, we took a, a COVID test just in case and kind of quarantined ourselves and chilled out for a little while. But other than that, man. It's been shit. What about you? How's your week going? Well, first of all, glad you guys feel better. I know that's tough because I feel like trail running will do that to you. I just, it, yeah, I don't know. Um, I yeah. had a cold last year, like late last year. And it just like was, it just kept going and going and going. And I'm like, Jesus. And yeah. I thought I was feeling better. And then I got worse again and I got tested and it was negative. And I was just like, what's happening? I need this to go away. You just swear. You don't even know. Cause COVID, colds, flu, they all the same thing. Right. Like what? Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. So glad you're all feeling better. Um, uh, I did like your reel that you recently posted. I'm in support. I just, I'm just telling you from the bottom, bottom of my heart that I support these efforts, <laughs> the posting, the content. I want more. I'm a fan. All right. We're going to see. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> um, I, so my week, hmm, oh, my week, I was, I was actually visiting. So I hosted, I, y'all know, I talked about hosting my uh, Matthew, my fiance's close family. So like his two sisters, his mom. Um, it was me and my brother and for Christmas. But then after that, I went, took a trip down. To, what? Why are you laughing? What is funny about what I just Your brother funny as hell. I know. He's actually funny. Oh, like, that man popped up on my timeline with no shirt. Yo, like, he, I'm put, like, we're finding an acting class for him because he clearly needs to go to acting class. Like a character. I love him to death. He is hilarious. Yeah. Like he's the talent is just, yeah, it's there. Um, that's hilarious. Uh, I'm just flexing, showing them muscles. I've been putting in work all 2021. 
The thing is, let me tell you the, the story behind that photo because I, so this morning I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, ready to go, ready to go to the gym. I told Russell yesterday, cause okay, for y'all who don't know my brother, he lives with me, you know, like I can get into that, but you know, you know what I mean? I take care of my brother, love him. He's family. That is what it is. Part of my life. Um, either way, I, um, I told Russell, I was like, all right, Cause he gets up at five. He's been getting up at five o'clock for probably the past like six to nine months. Like he's, you know, like I really have been talking about like, okay, let's find you like a routine. Cause he's been feeling a little bit like he's playing too many video games. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he's really in his like focused bag and like into it. And I'm here for it. And he loves to work out and I'm here to support it. And so I, and I, and I've been slacking, like it's been harder for me to wake up in the morning and I just been feeling kind of sluggish and haven't been really kind of getting a hold of my routine. So I was like, enough is enough. I'm just going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Cause I know I'm going to feel good about it. Cause I I'm, I'm a slow, I don't know about you, Ian, but like it takes me a while to wake up. Like I have, I like my routine. I like to take my time. I don't like to feel rushed in the morning because when I rush myself in the morning, the rest of the day feels rushed and I don't feel like I'm like balanced. And I think that I there's a lot there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a slow riser. I feel you. Yeah. And I think there's nothing wrong with that, but it also means that I need to wake up at the crack of dawn to feel okay. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and so, and that's just like something that I just have learned about myself. And as much as I don't want to do it, sometimes I know that I need to. So I woke up at five, I was ready to go. I was like, Russell, I want to be out the door and I want to be at the gym by six. So can you just make sure you're ready? He's like, cool. He doesn't wake up to like 6.45. I was like, you ready? And he's like, well, last time you told me you wanted to wake up that early, you didn't. So I was just kind of like going to see, cause I was like still getting ready. He didn't see me, whatever. <laughs> I was like, dude. I'm ready now though. So I, we go, we have some toast, whatever, get there. They're now requested or requiring COVID, your COVID vaccine car and all that wow. stuff. I carry mine on me. It's laminated. You know what I mean? I don't play. I've been carrying it on me since I got it. Cause I'm like, don't ever question me. I have a photo of it too. I have wow. my things. Russell, on the other hand, again, you know what I mean? He let, you know, sometimes he just saw he didn't have it. He wasn't prepared. It's okay. It's not necessarily his fault because I didn't know. I just always have it with me. He didn't, whatever, whole thing. It's a whole, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> ended up, had to go back, come back, da, da, da. Because also I live very close to the LA fitness in, in Hyde Park. So like he could also walk home, but I was, you know, we got to work out together, fam, bam, whatever. Yeah. But he also wasn't wearing a jacket. And I feel like we're going to get into, like, I want to talk about this today, but like properly dressing for winter is so important because you never know what could happen. And yeah, but like once it happened, like out of nowhere. Yeah. We have been waiting. It was like how he said last time you ain't get up. December, winter didn't wake up. It was <laughs> bad fallish. December, then all of a sudden, it just pop up. And that what? was time. <laughs> Man, I'll be feeling like a parent figure, like, how are you going to be outside with no jacket on? Like, you know what I mean? That's me. If you want me want to see me in parent mode, see me with my brother. And like, you know, we're brother and sister, but at the same time, I'm just like, dude, where's your freaking jacket? Like, anyways. Oh, so anyways, I didn't get to the gym till freaking 745. So then I'm just like, dude, I wanted to already be done. Like I'm just, you know, but the good part was, is I did get up. I did get work done today. I got my workout in and oh, I'm telling you the, the point of the story, which is his post. 
at the gym. So finally, right, we're about to leave the gym. It's almost like nine o'clock at this point. And we're almost out the door. And he goes, oh, can you take my picture? And I was just like, dude, like I, you know, I was like already, I was in a good mood because I worked out. So he took a picture it was a whole thing. And he posted on Instagram. It was great. But I was just like, you, you took the no shirt pick. Oh, lovely gym. Wait, it was at the gym. Um, I think, you know what? Maybe we're just talking. He posted a photo today in like a, oh, no, this a shirt like, with a cutoff. And he was, nah, was going like to take his shirt days off. Ago. OK. Oh, this yeah. A couple days ago. Bam. Fan was feeling himself a couple days ago. He was about to take his shirt off today. I was like, chill. Because we were right at the front desk. I was like, you know what? Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah, this is two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's single lady. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you're on Tinder, you might see my brother. Um, Just, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean that. Yeah. So I actually last week I went to Alabama and I visited my oh, dad. That's like a whole movie. <laughs> it was just beautiful watching your story and shit. It was like. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like you went off like to literally the country like that. shit was amazing. It was that- gorgeous. It Thank was you gorgeous. for saying that, because I like sometimes when I was like posting stuff, I was like, Loki, this is boring. Like, it was just different because I, I, it, you, we get to, we see so much, you know, city mm-hmm. stuff like that just to see, and it wasn't. And once again, you know, winter just showed up different. You also in the south and stuff like that, so just to see so much green and so much beauty, so much land, and we even had like sprinkles of history in there with your with your family home in the back and stuff like that. The horses, it was, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I love I that. Like, Honestly, like, I I think the, so my, I'm, like, every time I'm down there, it's the most peaceful thing. Um, Imagine. Except, you know, but then again, like, you, uh, there's also the fi- family dynamic too, right? Because it's like, me, my dad, like, my dad is a loud person. And he's also, like kind of an asshole but he's my asshole and I know like you know what I mean he's taught me how to deal with assholes like I I appreciate him thoroughly and love him to like deeply and um so there's just a lot and there's just a lot there's a lot of there's so much history in general but then there's like personal history and I think my family has been grappling a lot with that history and also that land for a very long time and my dad is the first person of his generation and honestly even his because like my grandmother's my grandparents generation was a generation that like grew up on the land and actually farmed the land and then they migrated to the north during the north northern migration right so then like it was all because it was like we don't have jobs we need to go somewhere else. And also like, they, yeah, they didn't really see the, like the point of staying. Um, and me, meanwhile, like white farmers are thriving and, and see the purpose because they have the opportunities. And so my dad is, is like the first person to just kind of be like, okay, now I'm going to go back. And then he's like fixing a lot, going back and fixing a lot of stuff that has like 
overgrown or just like hasn't been paid attention to and all these things and all that stuff costs so much money. So there's just like a lot going on there. And I, but then I feel too now, like with, I think trail running has helped me really get it, like feel this even more deeply. It's just like a call to nature again. Like I've always loved nature. I've always loved run, like running. It is like part, like we, we as runners love nature naturally because like it, we're outside and we crave right. it. And so, right. but when it's, when you're down there, it's a, it's a different, it's a different feeling. Um, and it's also like, and I know I'm kind of like, I know I go on these tangents, but right. Alabama is like gorgeous and like dangerous at the same time. Because like, okay. because, okay. I don't, I feel like I'm, I hope I'm not like spinning this in a negative way. I'm just trying to be like. This is my phone doing things. Now, Ian, this is the second time in a row. I'm going to need you to turn these apps off. And as I say that to you, I'm going to do it myself. Hold on. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, I hope I'm not like spinning this in a negative way. I'm just trying to be honest with our listeners because I don't really say these things on my social media. And I, and I think it's like, I feel safe sharing it here. Um, but like, yeah, first of all, I feel very privileged to have the opportunity to be on land that my great, great grandfather was on. Yeah. You know what I mean? To see the house that my grandmother grew up in, to live and stay in the house in not live, but like every time I go down there, we stay in this double wide trailer that my great grandmother lived in until she passed. And like, and it, and that's what looks at the house where she raised my grandmother. It's wild. And it's like, it's just, it's so fucking cool. And I honestly, in my mind, I'm always thinking like, okay, how can I bring the people that I care about in my community, like down there? Like, how can I, you know, like, I would love to like do something and, you know, but at the same time, like, we'll, we'll, we'll see where that goes. At this point, I'm just trying to understand farming because I want to get into farming, help my dad out. Um, he, he plants trees. He has a timber plantation. That's technically what it's called. So technically he's like, he's technically a rancher. He's not a farmer. He's told me that there's a difference and I need to say that. Um, Yeah. Respect on it. Um, And it it allows him to be an absent rancher because if he had cattle, you have to be there every day. You have to make sure you feed them, yada, yada, yada. So Anyways, there's a lot that goes into that and um, I can talk about it more to obviously answer any questions you have. But um, what I wanted to mention about just the fact that it's like beautiful yet like dangerous is like everything in Alabama, like everything is just extra. Like the ants, like if you if you were, I don't know if you ever noticed the hills, the little like ant hills that were on the ground. Like you probably, did. I was going to focus in on it for a second, but like, I'm like, people are probably going to be like, why are you talking about these ants? But like there's mounds all over the ground and in them are fire ants. They're not regular ants. They're fire ants. They're fire right. ants in Alabama? My, no. So my, so this land, my family land runs along the Cahaba river. It's one of the most biodiverse areas in the country, if not the most, like wow. it's everything from fire ants to wild boar to fucking deer to uh you can find uh bobcats in there you can find uh cobras you can they call them uh there's like poison snakes wildlife that can actually like harm you (laughs) like insects spiders that are poisonous like it's yeah it's like 
you have to watch where you step. Like my dad, like when I walked around, like I like would wake up and like walk the perimeter of that field. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, okay, but when you go out, at least take a big stick. Like you can't just go outside and just walk around like that. And I was just like, okay. And because uh, one time I ran down to the river by myself when I was much, much, much younger. And I came across like deer on like the left side in the forest. And on my right side, there was a bobcat there. And I had to like get big and act crazy and blah, 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 Cause it was right. like growling. Cause I was basically interfering with its food. Yeah. And so like, yeah, it's my meal, which right. like, <laughs> it was the biggest cat noise I've ever heard in my life. Like I just, just it was different. And so, yeah, like you have to carry a stick. Everybody has a gun. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's right. intense. Like everything is so much right. more intense. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, even when you think about running, I'm like, I guess, I mean, I could run the field and I can go down to the thing, but then it's also just like white folks are kind of weird there. But at the same time, it's just like, you kind of know where they stand and some are cool and some are just like, eh. it's weird. It's very weird. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel like it's home and I feel like I owe it my attention and I want to spend more time down there. So I'm like, I'm, I feel like in the, in the moment I came home to Minneapolis or to Chicago, I like, I wanted to go back. Mm-hmm. I, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Like I said, it looked gorgeous. Like I said, the operative word was peaceful. And I I love watching it. It's, I, I can see it. I can see how it was nice. And like you said, I mean, you know, this is not becoming a trail running podcast, but like <laughs> being, so, being outside under trees and the canopy of the forest preserve is is giving me a different appreciation because most of the time I'm running, I'm running in these urban settings. A lot of black, a lot of grays, a lot of Chicago red brick, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I get to run through Washington Park and up to the lakefront, but it's just different when you are enclosed by nature because when I'm out in Palo, some of them trails, like you can't see no houses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When you're out there, you just see trees or... A, a fucking lake, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so seeing you be on that farmland was like just, it was really cool. It was really cool. I wanted to want to come check that shit out. I wanted to see it. I wanted to be there for real. I feel like you'd love it. I'm like, damn, I need it. I was like, I need to invite my friends down here. <laughs> and <laughs> it's the first trip. time, right. And this is the first time where I've ever felt confident of doing it. Cause first of all, the street that goes to where the land is there's no signage <laughs> it's <laughs> not even in the main city you have to just know where it's at it's one of those things and it's like for the longest my, my dad is a very he's 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 the type of guy who w- will never explain anything to you he just tells you watch pay attention yeah. and so i'm like i don't know dude and so now i'm like putting pins down on the map <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, I'm a, and you know, and I like they they made me a key, and so I'm like, okay, it's official. I'm an, an I'm an adult. Oh my god! I can come down here by myself, <laughs> you know. So now I'm just like, when y'all try to come, hey, uh, I'm not let's go, Daddy ain't there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I fucking love it. I Matthew enjoy it. Uh, he didn't come because, uh, I flew and I was just trying to like, we also, we were, it was a lot. So, uh, I went down cause also I just wanted to like, you know, spend time with my dad and yeah. also my stepmom Patty and just kind of like, it was, it's very technical 
it was, it wasn't just a, yes, it was holiday, but also it was a kind of more of a technical trip for me because I was, I was going down there specifically to like learn what my dad's a little bit more about what my dad's doing, figure out where he needs help. And yeah, so it was, it was more of that. So, and also there's no Wi-Fi. <laughs> there's cable and I'm trying to like convince my parents to like get rid of the cable, just get Wi-Fi and then get like a Roku, you know? Right. Like, right. cause it, to me, I'm like, I want to watch Netflix and I also want the internet, <laughs> 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 you know? So, I just uh, show up with that shit one day. <laughs> right. I'm like, it's the little things, but also even if you were to get Wi-Fi, supposedly it's still very slow out there because broadband is just like, I mean, I don't even know it's broadband, but whatever they call it. Like, I think that's what my stepmom said. So if that's an old word, that's her word, not mine. I was just reiterating, but like, yeah, it's like things are just a little bit behind, you know, like it's just, you know, like, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And honestly, it's it's actually, it's kind of cool because I also see it as an opportunity because there's so much that isn't there that is like up here that we're used to that's not down there. And it doesn't mean that people down there wouldn't like these things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I bet like a juice bar, you know, like. I told a couple of people that I was plant-based back home. And when I'm down there, I'll, I'll usually eat like chicken and fish. I just will keep it simple. Cause there's really that, not that many options. Right. Um, and they're just like, Oh, but then like some people are, they get curious about it. So I'm like, I, I feel like there's just actually a lot of opportunity and it's, it's kind of, it's like, and also marijuana is starting to become, is about to become like, I mean, Y'all probably won't agree with this, but I'm going to just like marijuana will probably become like federally legal eventually. Right. And when that happens, it doesn't matter what any state says, like it's just legal. So then you can farm it, you know, and you can do all these things. And like, I have friends, like my, I have family friends that are in Alabama who are like going, like planning to get into the marijuana business down there. And it's just like, there's going to be so there's like, it's just so much opportunity. Exactly. So it's just like, there's just so much opportunity and like, um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting. And also Marion, Alabama is very important to the civil rights movement, but I don't think a lot of people know about that. And so, But then, but a lot of people are making an effort to make that known. So my hope is that more people are drawn to the town um, because I just think it's good. So good for the economy. With it. Yeah. I'm just sitting here hydrating. Mm -hmm. I got my brittle water in my bladder right now, in my my backpack bladder. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been reading up. Yeah. Hydrating a week out from the race, you feel me? Well, I just need our listeners to understand that, like, we got on our Zoom call and you had a running vest on. I'm winning all week. I I just got it. So I haven't run in it. Uh-huh. And listen, I have, I am 2% prepared for my first 50. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like you should give yourself more credit. And I, and I know I've said this before, but like, you know, you're like, I feel like you're like 50%, like, because you run, it's not like you're new to the marathon. It's just a little bit longer. So you kind of know at least what it might feel like, yeah, you know? Yeah. I, 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 got some, I, I have something to fall back on. Definitely. I will say that, mm-hmm. but 
if anybody asks me, it's like, hey, what did you do to train for this race? I, I would never say that I trained for this race. I did not train for this race. Not with you intention. Know, um, huh? Just not with intention. Not at all. <laughs> like, honestly, like I did. I decided I literally signed up for this week for this race, like right before Christmas and stuff. And I think I've done two long runs on the trail. So it might have been three, like two to three weeks out from this freaking race that I decided that, yeah, I'm going to try to do this race and stuff like that. Meanwhile, everybody else, you know, they've been pretty much training for it. Uh, but um, so I'm not probably not a good, unlike you, how you were training for it and didn't do any of that. So uh, like there's some things that I've been learning today about uh, how to fuel for uh, a 50K. You know, cause me, I, I, I'm a, I love gels and that's what I'm used to train using for like my marathons. But I mean, what my marathons have fallen between four to five hours and stuff like that. When you're talking about running six, seven hours and things like that, you can't, I read articles like you can't put pure sugar on your stomach like that. You have to have GI issues. You got to eat regular food. And I've never run while eating solid foods. I haven't trained it. I haven't tried it. So whatever they serving at these aid stations at Bandera is the first time I'm going to have solid foods while running. So mm-hmm. I'm also going to be taking toilet paper with me because I'm pretty sure I'm at shit at some point. Oh, no. Um, you might surprise yourself. We're going to see because, I mean, I, I, I don't know. We're going to see. Uh, but um, so I'm, there's that thing of it and then also it's just like i was watching a video of a couple of different trails along the course Mm -hmm. and yo like you're like it's steep going up going down Mm. it's rocks the entire time it's it's crazy you got these cactus that just cut your legs up and things like that like i was speaking to adam mary Mm-hmm. Um, I met him down at TRE. He's a pro trail runner for Saucony. And, you know, I just I just hit him up. Luckily, you know, we kind of bonded via anime. So, you know what I'm saying? He don't know he's my friend yet. Right. Friends now, bro. Um, so I just hit him up like, yo, it's good. You know, I'm doing this, da-da-da-da-da. You got any, you know, uh, any uh, advice for me and stuff like that? And he was just basically like, you know, watch out for the cactus. Of course, you can't avoid them. So just be prepared to get cut the fuck up. Um, but also, you know, eat like, what do you say? Like, I don't know, like 250 to 350 calories in an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I ain't never ate that mm-hmm. many calories in an hour. That's why I whatnot. said take pizza. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. I was like, mm-hmm. like how am I going to? Well, eight two jails every hour, but then I'm right. like, no, like you gotta have a, some solid foods at some point. That's the only way it's gonna work. And then I'm reading other things. It's like the body can only handle 200, 250 calories an hour. So I'm trying to figure that out. But also, like, I'm trying to get my mind in the zone of this ultra running and stuff like that because I haven't had weeks to condition myself for it. So today I just was like on YouTube University, just majority of the day watching stories of ultra runners. One of the stories I found out was Courtney DeWalter or whatnot. Um, she cold as hell. Like she's another one of these women who was just like popped up in ultra running, killing the men. Like she went in these races overall. Um, what I got right here in 2016. This is a uh, 
I was watching a um, video where they were talking about this, but I pulled it up on Wikipedia in like 2016. She set the course record record for the Javelina Jondrit 100K and then won the Run Rabbit Run 100 mile race. She finished like 75 minutes ahead of second place. Wow. I think she won that race like overall. Wow. Also, in 2017, when she was running the Run Rabbit Run, she was battling temporary blindness for the last 12 maps. That's crazy. Because of running? Yeah, I guess. I, yeah. Having nutritional, nutrition. Oh, deficiency. Like, yeah, I was watching yeah. one of the videos of her. It was like a it was like a documentary video of her and this other runner, Francois Francois. Mm-hmm. I think like from overseas, but they was running in like this Mont Blanc um hundred mile race and stuff like that. And it's like she wanted to finish it in like 48 hours. They was like she couldn't like keep any food down and stuff like that. She was like coming up. It was like it was just crazy. Like they was like battling themselves the scenery was beautiful the course was ridiculous and stuff but um it's just like watching how they doing it like it she couldn't eat anything like all her normal things was not working and finally somebody gave her like a cheese quesadilla and she could swallow it and it stayed down and it like saved her wow and it's like they running like at she was running like 12 hours at night by herself it was just this just it these videos I was watching, it was romanticizing ultra running so much that it almost won me over. Can you send at least send one my, my way so I can actually I can get oh, my yeah. review next next episode? <laughs> I was just I was just in it today, just watching this stuff while I was cooking. I gotta sing you this other one called uh um oh shit, what is it called? the world central race or something like that. It's like a four day race. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's kind of set up like formula 51 where it's like, you can win like stages or segments of the race. Um, it, you got like, you competing more for time versus, you know, coming in first place every single day and stuff like that. Like you can win the race every single day, but it's really like the, adding up all your overall time and see who's in first, second, and third and stuff like that. At the end of it, it's like, it was crazy. But it was like on these two islands. So the first two days, they ran on one island. Next two days, they were supposed to run on another island. And this happened this year for 2020. Wait, so is it only running or is it one of those races where it's multiple things? Nah, it's just running. Oh, okay. You, okay. I need to find this freaking video of like the greatest race or something like that, where it's like mountain climbing, all that in it, uh, rock climbing, running, paddle boarding, canoeing. That's too much. That's too much. (laughs) Around Fiji. Dodging trees. Like they was climbing under trees. That's crazy. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. As he sits from his vest of water. I know, because I, I gotta I gotta hydrate. Yeah, I'm so scared. I'm so scared of this race. I don't know what I'm doing. You're gonna know. do great. You're gonna come back and be like, I want to do this again. Listen, <laughs> I better not. This is one of done. Listen, I my girl doing it. I just want to do it one time. 
uh-huh. while she was just trying it out because she's an amazing runner. And I know mm-hmm. she decides to do this. I'm never going to be able to run with her again. <laughs> so this is just one and done. Can't nobody say I never did an ultra marathon. You know, I could do this one time with Shorty. You know what I'm saying? And then we we good. I'm going back to my marathons. I'm going back to my halves. I'm going back to my full. Actually, not back to halves. I've never actually raced a half, and I mm-hmm. want to. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Two thousand percent. Speaking of that, um, I'm gonna hop into some like resolutions real quick, right? Okay. Okay. Three months straight. For the next three months straight, I would strength train three days a week. Whether it's calisthenics or at the gym, three days a week, I would do strength training. That is on my goals and stuff like this. I'm not necessarily doing resolution, but that's my goal. Three months straight, three days a week. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to be doing. Um, it's strength training. That's oh, that's. Wow. My, that's my biggest, that's my biggest personal thing right now outside of last lap and all the stuff that I talked about on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Yeah. First three months, the first quarter, nailing that down. Well, I mean, by that time, you'll have it pretty ingrained into a habit. So you'll probably just continue. Well, that, that's what I'm hoping to do. That's what I'm really hoping to do. And then also, um, uh, I feel like for me, a year is just a long time. So I can't really like say, oh, I must do this in this year. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so just focusing on the first quarter of the year, like I want to sit down and read. Um, was that East slow run fast? Yeah, I think I have that. And I have yet to actually read it yet. Yeah, I, I want to read that. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to. I want to change my diet a lot. I don't want to give up a lot of things, but I really want to transform the way I'm looking, the way I'm way I'm building my grocery list. Well, I mean, you know, let me know if you want to like read it together because then we can review it together here. Oh, I'm down. I think that would be fun. I can I'll, I'll order mine like, you know, in the coming days or you just let me know when you're ready and then we can line it up. I'm. Currently, um, I started my my New Year's New Year with a with a running book. Actually, finishing finishing the book I was talking about before, the Runner's Guide to uh, the Meaning of Life. Um, I finished it the thirty first of thirty first of December, and the last chapter of this book is called New Year's. Oh wow, that's great! Yeah, I was like, that is interesting. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, and I mean, it was it was really it was really great. I mean, I honestly will probably go back and read this book several more times. I like this is one of those books where like I know I'm going to go back to it, and you know, it's one of those like um, bedside tables uh, books that you kind of just keep there. Um, and I went from this to atomic habits um and who did i see was just is reading that right probably now. kayla oh, kipchoge oh and yeah and kipchoge yeah kayla i'm pretty sure kayla the trainer that we always talk about has read it because she she's currently talking about like getting one percent better every day and that is something that this author talks about 
Um, again, I don't have the book that I'm reading in front of me, but I'll make sure to do better <laughs> next time. Um, but the point is, is it, it is a very good book. It's very interesting to talk. Like he talks about how, like, I mean, and I'm just in the very beginning of the book, but so far the biggest thing that I've, that I've taken away from it is like winners and looter <laughs> winners and losers have the same goal and what sets them apart is the way that they approach their process. And so when you make it about your process and becoming that 1% better every day, statistically, you end up getting like, if you do 1% better every day for a year, I think the numbers is like, you're like 37% better at the end of the year. But if you do less or worse, 1% worse um, every day for a whole year, you end up becoming like, it's, it's like a pretty, it's like you kind of flatline a little bit. You don't get as worse, but it's like, you just kind of go, you know, um, I mean, you, you do get worse, but, um, and so I just thought that was interesting. And I think we talk about this all the time. And I think, I honestly think that running is like all of self-help books in one activity. Like, cause you learn so like, I feel like everything that I'm learning in self-help books, which I love self-help help books, but like, I'm always like, oh yeah. Like, I feel like I learned this through running and not by necessarily talking to anybody, but just running and feeling the pain and like working towards something and failing a little bit, but then ultimately succeeding because you did it and you showed up for yourself. And like, there's so much to learn within running that is unsaid that runner. And I feel like it's like this knowing that runners have amongst each other. That's like, you get it. Right. I so, see that. yeah. So I'm going to keep reading this book and I'll like definitely come back with more stuff, but I'm like, yeah, I think 1% is also just an approachable thing of just like, just do a little, like, it's just a little every day, mm. just a little, it doesn't need to be a crazy jump. And also when you finish a goal, it's like a, he, he was talking about how like, it's a um, momentary it's it's only momentary happiness as well. So, yeah, that's interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, yeah, no, nah, that's that. I was looking at that book from Kipchoge today. I'm like, hmm, let me look into this. See if there's something I need to be reading. I didn't know you was reading that already. It's like a good 270 pages, you know. Oh, shit, so it's, it's yeah, it's a whole book, and I'm really, you know, I'm not trying to make it a resolution. But I am just trying to be, I am focused on being more in, in, intentional about the way I read and also looking at reading, not so like, oh, it's 100, 270 pages, Ugh. but uh, like, okay, let me just get through this first chapter and then the second chapter or the article within a chapter and like, just break it down, like how I break down running. Um, Cause you know, um, be, yeah. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to read more. I'm, I'm. Yeah. No, definitely. I I was just having a conversation about that. Like, just I I, since I I stopped reading a few years ago. Like, at first I transitioned from reading books, like just still reading articles and things like that. So, like, I I love picking up just new information about anything, whether it's science, history, current events, politics. I like just picking up new information. But then, as I've gained so many responsibilities over the last three or four years, it's like even that reading has, you know, come to a screeching halt. And I feel like I am getting dumber every fucking year, honestly. You know, like, I feel like I'm not 
And then my 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 skills and my focus are becoming like hype. My skills and everything are becoming hyper focused on this one thing, which is running. And so even like small talk is becoming a little bit more challenging for me because like what else do I have to talk about other than running and stuff like that. And so reading is something I, I haven't thought about as far as a re- resolution or anything like that. But like reading is definitely something I want to go back into because it just made me a more interesting person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite, th- I mean, like when I read, I really enjoy reading. And so mm-hmm. I just have to keep the momentum going. Um, I also have to say sometimes when I read um, like r- good books that are like a really good story, I kind of get sad when I get towards the end and I almost like subconsciously slow, slow my reading because I don't want the book to finish. Really? Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. It's like it's like detachment, uh, detachment issues. It's like I make all these friends and then they just, just then they're gone. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just I just want to keep reading and living in their world. Um. Anyways, so do I you have any, do you have any uh do you have any running related things? Do you have any like you healing up? You feeling good? I am healing up, but I I also. Well, well, t- to to your point about me healing, um, I had a moment today where, where Matthew made me realize that, like, in my mind, like, I think I'm should be healed, but realistically, like, I the other like I was just jogging across the field with my, with my dog today, and I can still feel, I can still feel an issue on my left side. It's not severe, but it's like, I don't think it's fully healed yet, which is ridiculous. And it almost seems stupid because I'm like, oh, I can walk. Mm-hmm. I'm not in pain every day. Right. But when I run, I still feel it. So I'm like, okay, I'm still, I'm still trying to like, I'm, I, I'm like kind of figuring out how J- January should be because like today I hit the bike. Um, tomorrow I'm going to probably do like, some more cardio and I might attempt running like a mile to see how I feel just as like a way to check in and then like, see how I feel tomorrow to really see how I, how like I'm feeling, if y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, so I'm like, but I, it doesn't mean I'm never going to run again. It just, I'm just like, I just realized that because Matthew's like, yeah, when I hurt my foot, I took like two, three months off. I mean, it doesn't mean that I need to do that, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> You know, and I'm like, oh, I guess I only have only I've only taken like four weeks off. And I really didn't take four weeks off because I was still like in the gym, in the gym, in the, in the gym. And so I took like two full weeks off of doing nothing, really. And now I'm back in the gym and I'm on the bike and that feels really good for me right now. And I'm like, OK, let me do my hip exercises focus on the strength in my hip right now. And then when I actually feel good about running. I'll like really get back into it. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. After this fucking 50K, mm-hmm. I got to like use every trick in the book to heal as fast as I can mm-hmm. so I can get back into training because I got to race Aaron ass at Shamrock Shuffle. So in March. Yep. Uh, yeah, folks been training. He's been tra- training. Well, he's been training for a while. I mean, he ran a race. When when was that long one in November? 
I think he, I think he's, yeah. That's that's the race that made him feel like he was fascinating. Yeah, and you have not stopped talking about that. Yeah. You're so, like, this dude thinks he's fast. <laughs> he might be, though. He might be fast. He might be fast. I Honestly, when he said that shit, I was like, I'll blow this nigga out the water. But folks been training. And so I think I think it might be a bit of a, it might be a bit of a, a tight race. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the thing you got, though, is a boo that runs as well. So I feel like that's your superpower. We're going to find out. We're going to yeah, find you know. the fuck out. Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, right now I'm betting more on my stamina than... But you're learning a lot from uh, from Karen too. I feel like, and like you said, she's she's. Nah, I'm not. No, you're not. Okay, I feel like if I talked to her, she'd say something else. No, uh, but what I will say is, she's she's a really strong runner. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't we haven't trained together, so that's mostly as to why I'm not learning a lot. Have we run together? We run together for like a year and a half. And stuff like that in groups and things like that. But uh what I will say is the opportunities that I've had to run with her one-on-one are really good because she is a pretty strong, consistent runner. And she's a really good person to chase. Um, but also she's really good to help. She's been really helpful for me um to kind of like calm down and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because I I I I only know go. And stuff like that. And so I go and I go and I go and I go. And uh, sometimes it backfires. It's, it's a double-edged sword because I feel like I can push myself harder than most people around me. But then also, like, I don't necessarily always know when to back off. And so, you know, I, sometimes I end up falling on my own blade, you know. So that's been pretty, that's, that's, that's been really fun. I think that would always be, our running dynamic and stuff like that. I think she will always be a faster, stronger runner than I am. Um, it would take me, it would take a, a really, really serious set of training for me to catch up with her as far as the combination of her speed and endurance. Because unlike um, what I believe for Aaron is, Aaron has a lot of speed. He has a lot of raw power. And uh, if it was like just a kick out the gate and go, I don't think I could be Aaron in a foot race and stuff like that. But I, I think I can do what I believe I can do is is just outrun him and stuff like that. And uh, but this distance that we racing, I think, is a really interesting equalizer. I wish I could have got him more in a 10K situation and stuff. This is like five miles. I wish I could have pushed it up to like maybe six or seven. Um, but um, you know, it's with with Karen, she's she has both. Mm-hmm. Like she has that kick, she has that power. And this is a new word I learned today while I was listening to these ultra marathon runners talk. Cause I was I was also watching a documentary on a runner called Zach Miller and stuff like that, which is really, really cool guy, really cool kid um, from the East Coast. And you know, they talk about this pain cave and stuff like that, being able to go you know, go into there and it's just being able to just having a high tolerance. I think Karen has that. Karen can really just like, you know, stuff that shit down and, and keep that that pace consistent for a very long time. And so running with her, I, I think I, I I learned a lot from her that way. But mm-hmm. 
I think as far as like information, thank God she don't listen to this, but as far as like information, I know more than <laughs> But also I fall into, of course, it's like, it's like regular ass boyfriend shit. She don't believe nothing I say. She be asking everybody around us shit. Yeah. And they be saying like some of the same things I tell her or some of the stuff that I already was like, damn, if you would have asked me that, I could have told you that already. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Nothing. No faith. No faith in my knowledge at all. Sometimes you gotta but, get a second opinion. Nah, it's but it's also because she faster than me. So she probably thinks that she probably Dang. How you gonna listen to somebody who's slower than you? I mean, I um, I think there's wisdom in the people who are slower than you sometimes, you know. Oh, you gotta be a coach. Somebody listen to you if you if they pass it. You gotta have you gotta have that title. You gotta have like paper. It's like it's like I don't honestly like I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of information about weight that theoretical shit. I get it. Form. I understand it. Two thousand percent. I get all of the signs behind. But I'm too fucking fat to be given information. About weightlifting. Like, I ain't trying to tell nobody how to lift no ways. I ain't trying to tell them how to do nothing because what I look like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. She a faster runner than me. So, she don't, I, don't, I think that's why she don't ask me. How many miles have you run this week? Zero. Oh, are you tapering? Or are you just, you're just absolutely, you're just. Damn. Tapering? No. Tapering would be if I was training. Oh, well, I was I'm just. Last week. Oh, I didn't right. anything last week. Um, I just got these wild horse shoes. But what I... I think I'm going to return them and just go get some Pegasus trails because yeah. the wild horse joints are like a 4.5 millimeter drop. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Pegasus is a 9.5 millimeter drop. And because I haven't had the opportunity to truly run in them, mm-hmm. I'm just worried I'm going to hurt myself with that flat of a shoe. The the um, t- uh, Tiger is like, are you talking about the ones that I run? In? No, no, I got some wild. Where where is that box? I got the wild horse trail joints. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, if you honestly, I don't know. Like I I like the Pegasus Nike Pegasus Trail, yeah. but. I think you. I think we talked about this before. Maybe not, but like the when I tried on the Kygers, the Kyger oh, trail that's shoes. What I got. That's what I got. That's what I thought you were saying. That's what like, I got. I got the Kygers. You don't shoes. like. You don't like how flat they are. I haven't run in them, so I don't know if I like them. They're made for fifty k's. So, once again, me and Shorty talking about this and stuff because mm-hmm. she running for she running for millimeter drop shoes down to zero millimeter. I don't know what That's this means, Ian. Wait. So it's it's just the flatness of the shoe and stuff. So it's like like from the heel down to the toe. Okay. Stuff like that. So Pegasus is a little bit higher. So my your foot sits in there like this. It's probably like a little bit more exaggerated. And sure. stuff, whereas the four is really close to being flat. And so it just hits your foot differently. And mm-hmm. things like that. And I haven't had the opportunity to run in them at all. You never know. I might actually like them. It might actually be better. It might actually provide more stability versus the Pegasus Trail and stuff like that. But I've never run in, I haven't run in anything this flat since like 
I think my second year running because they stopped making freeze. I used to run in freeze mm-hmm. and anything under 44 miles because it, it stretches your foot and stuff. So minimalist shoe. But uh, I haven't run anything this flat in years. Well, so I I love maybe I like flatter shoes, but I have to admit that I did run during my training in Hoka's. And those are those are like basically platform shoes. And I yeah, love those. Yeah, I loved Hoka's as well. But when it came to being on trail, even though it is flat, that grip that you're touching right now, it don't it like makes it almost not feel flat. Like that's it's I it's like and you feel and you can feel the ground that you're running on um yeah. in a different way. So like I really felt in control of my trail runs. Yeah, I gotta. The fuck? Oh, I gotta make up my mind as soon as possible because mm-hmm. I only only have so much more time. And so I'm like, do I just because I haven't done any running, do I run in the shoe that I'm familiar with? Or do I do with everybody? Everybody. What I've told so many runners not to do. Do not run in anything brand new on race day. Try to get a couple of runs in. You have some time. But that's the question. I mean, you can't you're not gonna get tons of mileage. But those shoes, I don't feel like you really got to break it. Okay. I'm not, don't come for me yeah. again. Don't Andy come for me. But react th- home in it. Those shoes, but I'm saying, like, for me, I went from the Pegasus and just popped right into the Kygers, and it was a dream. And like, I feel like because they are a little bit, they're more flat and they're just a little bit more minimal, but have that grip. Like, I don't think the break in is all that, like, is not that necessary. And you know what's great about those shoes? The front of it is wider wider and that's so, what i like when I put yeah them on. It, it lets your feet at least it lets your toes breathe so you're not going to have the same chafing problem and when you're running for that long you can really fuck up your toes yeah yeah we're gonna see I, I don't know my mind isn't made up i don't even know if i make it down to nike town to swap them out and stuff like that um they're nice shoes they look good right mm-hmm. they're yeah, really they- nice shoes like i they're I would say they're my favorite running shoes. Yeah. Like down. across the board. Like, you like um, mm-hmm. so oh, yeah, yeah, I'm interested to hear what, what you actually end up running in. What is uh, Karen going to run in? She runs in, uh, I don't know. She runs in ultra mm-hmm. and uh, it's this other shoe. Like you find it like Payless. I can't think of the name of it right now. She's funny as hell. Yeah, it is hilarious. The cushion system is kind of interesting because, like, right here in the forefoot, it has like these four, like you, like these right here. But mm-hmm. imagine if they was like a uh, 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 vertical, mm-hmm. and it'd be like four of them, like to represent each toe mm-hmm. and stuff. And so there's a gap in here and things like that. And so you press down on them and they kind of like push into the shoe and then pop back out and stuff like that. It's kind of like the same thing that on running does with their shoes. Okay. I don't think on running they have like like the like, holes. Like yeah, yeah. So it's kind of similar to that and stuff yeah. like that. It's such a weird shoe. So it, she runs in payless shoes. Payless shoes and ultra and ultra running shoes. Ultra. Ultra is like a trail running brand though. Dang. What I'm learning. 
So, and so she, and but she runs in flat shoes, like. Yeah, she, I mean, she doesn't. I mean, I, I I appreciate that because she's giving an example of like, you know, it really is a runner. It's not the shoe, mm-hmm. it, although the shoe can help some. But ultimately, you still need the the runner. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, Karen is like. She's very strong and she's like a minimal runner. And I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. But Payless shoes? No, nah, they, they look like they should be in Payless. They're not Payless shoes. They're legit running shoes. I have to get the name for them. Because you know the they got tennis shoes. So, like, I'm not going to just... I'm just they trying to understand. They... I, I, I don't know. Like, they just look flimsy as hell. <laughs> like, they just... They don't look like real shoes. Why should they be like $250? No, nah, I think they was like, I think they're like $130, $140, $150, something like that. I don't know. It's not crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like I said, I saw them down at TRE. It's, I, I, I was, it was, she likes them. She swears by them. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. They're Please like, get the name because I feel I, like our listeners are going to be curious. I'm curious. I have to get the name of them. I have yeah. to. I have to. I and a photo. I need <laughs> I need all the things. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think well, okay. So this kind of makes me think about unless you have anything else to say about your 50k, because we can no, also I, come I, back I might, to it. I might, I might come back to it. Um, it makes me think about like I you've been saying that you've been watching YouTube videos of runners and learning a lot of stuff about running recently and i just kind of did like a random dive into the internet today and i came because i'm also like i was looking into like other running like running books and you know um also i was looking at different like running platforms that are discussing like running news and Mm -hmm. i have to say that there for me i see an opportunity for more like better running journalism i guess Mm -hmm. because like when i think when i try to search like running news i get this is become a better runner in these five steps or and it's like it's it's always like so surface level it's never like storytelling of like a person um from what i see and if it does it's like sprinkled in there um and Mm -hmm. it's it's like and it's also very white led and dominated so, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm just stating the obvious, but I, I have to state the obvious sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, anyways, I just just, you know, taking note. And um, but then I came across this like someone mentioned this book that's called. Uh, excuse me, I have notes. It's called <laughs> The Self-Made Olympian by Ron Doss. and. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't even remember. Honestly, I was just like, I was kind of deep into a hole at this point. So I don't know where I came across this, but ultimately it was a book that is highly recommended. And someone mentioned somewhere they're like, oh, but like, I didn't get it because it was $200. Like whatever. And so then I like looked on the internet, I'm looking on, on, uh, Amazon and this thing cover hardcover. No, I'm sorry. Paperback. Okay, I see a hardcover for $120 and I see a paperback for $764. I said, 
why is this book so in high demand? I'm so confused. I'm oh very intrigued. God. I was just like, I need to know more. Who is this man? Who is who is Ron? Who's Ron? And how and how and did he make he's a self-made Olympian? Yeah, you know, and then I'm like going deeper, deeper, deeper. Okay. And he's a he he uh he like I think he got into the Olympic trials um in 68. Um I don't know if he actually ran like in the Olympics or not, but I think that's part of the story. But yeah. basically I came across this video on YouTube that was like 12 minutes long, and his his wife at the his wife had this like TV show and she was interviewing him and it was before the release of this book that came out June, 1977, um, June 1st, 1977. And um, he was just talking about like everything that we're talking about, about like, you know, the lessons you can learn in running and like the discipline that it, it takes. And like, he, he was saying some really poignant things and I, and it was intriguing, but I was just like, I'm still, I, I say all this to say, and I'm not done because he did say some things I wanted to point out, but like, ultimately I don't, I still don't understand why his books are that price. I don't get it. I mean, there must right. be a limited edition. You, you looked it up. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm confused. So yeah, there must be very few, but all, he also died like four weeks after this interview. Uh, and he was in his like, late 50s i think um right. so sad 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 but ultimately um he okay there's a couple of things that he said that point that stuck out to me and now i'm on like this now i'm like i need to get this book because i feel like it's just it's a collectible this and book a, is like five dollars a page I, my nigga's doing math <laughs> He got okay. yeah like i'm confused also he's from minneapolis minnesota that's where i'm from yeah. you know he went to the university of minnesota i did not go there i went to augsburg also really great school um in minneapolis but i just you know it was just very interesting um i'll send you the youtube it's like in it's yeah 12 minutes long but he made this point about like we as runners or like we as people like kind of in a sense, enjoy the struggle of something. Like we almost need to physically struggle ourselves and like either we struggle or we watch other people struggle via, you know, watching a basketball game or watching a football game. And I was just like, yo, what? That's, <laughs> My, the, same, that's the same thing the architects said in Matrix 3. I just want to point that out. That makes you what? That's the same thing that the architect said in Matrix 3. Oh, shit. Well, I, I never saw that movie. That's the one that came out recently, right? Nah, that's Matrix 4 that just came out. I, I'm not, I don't mean to tell you all. Keep going. Keep going. First of all, I stopped at The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I thought that was just kind of profound in a little bit way because I'm just like, yeah. Um, and... And in that struggle just kind of forces you to, like, raise your standard and meet new struggles and like uh, and we all and like i think we all know that like uh rewards feel better like feel even more rewarding when we've kind of worked when we've worked for it obviously yeah. and um yeah and he just ultimately said that the book is about improving um and how that these l lessons in running can be applied to every facet of life every 
aspect of life and how he was like he was talking about how he was getting into artistry and like doing art and shit and that he was doing the same like methods of like just doing it and he was talking about how like he's like I you know I was committed to just like getting my training in and he was talking about how he like worked in this um, office building and you know he would like run up and down like tens like many like like 65 flights of stairs to get his runs in and when he couldn't do that and he was kicked out of there he like built um a treadmill in his basement i'm like my god how did you do that yeah, a treadmill? <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't know like that's different he said build and i was like come again um so yeah i like it was just interesting because i mean it's just yeah like runners are kind of like kind of insane but also just like really amazing and that's what that's like that's what makes us amazing but i just thought that was crazy so i'm gonna do i'm gonna try and get this book and not you know break the bank it's and not actually even, read it's it not even in the library i just googled it in the library yeah yeah the chicago Public library said nah fam we ain't got that yeah i like i'm like some i feel like like I kind of got distracted and then started looking at something else. But like, I, I also like want, I just like, I need to know more about this man. Um, and supposedly he wasn't even that profound of a runner. I think his Olympic time was like two twenty. Mm. Um, so like, you know, for the time it was good, but then it's like, ultimately like he wasn't all that, he wasn't that amazing in, in the context of like Olympians, but, um, yeah, I mean, he just, he was an interesting guy. So that was something I came across. I'm going to do some more digging. I might come back later. And if anyone has, if someone, if someone's listening to this and has this book, let me borrow it. Let me borrow it. That's all I got to say. Wow. Run fast, eat slow is at the library in the Jeffrey Man. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're about to do? Uh, about to go check it out? Nobody over there reading this. this isn't, it's transferred for hold. <laughs> Ain't nobody in the Jeffrey Mano reading Ethan he's Love. That book is so funny. Like, library more. I mean, I live around the corner from one and I bear like I don't like I drive past it all the time and I never go. I've been in it maybe two times. And I went in it to just see it because I was like, ooh, this might be cool. Yeah. I, I, I need to start using it more because I also don't have space for books. Yeah, it's like that's really smart, honestly. Because yeah, I just I buy every book because I'm just like, what else? Like, if I had the space, I would. I just I I put a whole thing in there, and then I start building me another one. My child is calling me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on, one second. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're just gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back after this short message. Okay, welcome back. And while we were gone, I actually just did a a quick little Wikipedia search, um, which I had done earlier, and I don't know why I was acting brand new to this, but um, Ron Doss, who is the writer of um, the book we were just talking about, um, The Self-Made Olympian. Yeah, okay, I'm going to read his little bio really quick. So he was born in uh, June 21st, 1937, passed away in July 28th, 
1992. He was a, a runner and a 1968 Summer Olympics men summer Summer Olympics men's marathon athlete. Born wow. in so he did make it to the Olympics. Um, born in Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> he also completed. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing a horrible job reading this right now. He also competed at the 1967 Pan American Games Marathon and finished first in the National AAU Marathon also in 1967 on June 11th. So, you know, well-established runner. Um, It says, what did you say? Building his own treadmill. Right. Wild. Um, it says in the honor of his death in, in 1993, the mini, the Minnesota Distance Running Association, uh, Ron Doss 25K in Minneapolis was renamed after him. So there's a 25K named after him. Wow. So, yeah, very interesting. And I'm assuming also because I, you know, probably, you know, he died because. Um, the book was was released. I don't know why. I feel like the timing of this is a little bit backwards because it says that the the paperback was June first, nineteen seventy seven, and then if he passed, so oh, he wrote this book, and then he was about to come out with another book, and that's he passed after that book. Right. That's there. We go, y'all. I actually told oh. a story with facts. There we go. I'm getting better at this. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so oh. I think that's that's it. I love it. Oh, for anybody who cares, the shoes are the shoes that we're talking about are called Newtons. The Kigers? No. Oh, oh the ones like Karen's Newtons? Yeah, she, she switched up between Newtons and uh, Ultra. Interesting. I've never seen these ever. Newton said crazy. Never like, seen them. Seen how do you, how, what's the spelling on that? N-E-W-T-O-N. Oh, so like Newton's. Okay. Yeah. Cause you know, Saucony, I don't know. I don't know how to spell that. If someone were to ask me, how do you spell Saucony? <laughs> I would not answer. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Um, what, so what are you going to be doing What's what's like the next week? What what do you think is going to happen? I'm gonna run or two in, nothing crazy. Um, yeah, it's kind of take it from there. You know, okay. just fucking run this race. Yeah, you're gonna do a great job, and I think ultimately it's gonna be a great trip because you're gonna be able to get out of the city. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Get some sun, seventy degree weather. Just gonna actually kill myself. And Rosalie's running a hundred miles the day before my race, so that's gonna be interesting. She's running a hundred miler. Yeah, she is just on another level. Rosalie is amazing. And like, I'm to convince her to come on here and talk about it afterwards. I would love that. Honestly, she's one of the most low key, you know, inconspicuous. Like, doesn't bring any attention to herself. Like she's chill. Like she's like, yeah, she's not a boastful runner. She's on the trail too. Like she an animal. I mean, no sweating, just moving. 
When they hit flat, she could pull out the 840, 830. She's running up the hills. Rosalie is a beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's a trainer or coach. Uh, Isn't yeah. She? Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. She's certifying everything. Um, yeah. So right now she's in the process of, you know, she she works with a couple people on Seven on Sundays, and she's developing more uh, more real life experience. But she is certified with RCAA. She got certified last year through Seven on Sundays. So as many of us did, which. I'll say it here first, folks. I think last year we together between our communities have inspired a lot of people to get certified and to really get into fitness. Yeah. And it's good to see. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Look out, look out, look out. We might have a we might have another huge opportunity coming up soon. If anybody wants to be certified. Amazing. Um, so just because it's winter, even though you're about to go running in this warm, where are you going again? Where's the race? Bandera. It's an hour outside of San Antonio. Okay. So you're going to Texas. Old time. Okay. You're going to Texas. It's going to be an amazing time. But for those of you listening in these colder states, what is like, I just, I'm like, what? take me on, because you've been running a lot more than me this winter. Like, I know the winter hasn't officially come until like this week, but like, I just, I, I feel like we need to just quickly, real quick, tell me what your favorite yeah. things are. Yeah. I just, the running. Recap, because it's like, we, I think a lot of people, it's like, I'm, I'm kind of looking at my stuff, although I know I'm not really running outside that much, but I'm like, I can't, one, I miss it. Cause I like bundling up and being outside like that. But like, what, what are you wearing right now? Uh, for me, I mm-hmm. run pretty high. Um, so my biggest thing is a wa- a wind resistant jacket and a long sleeve, uh, mid layer. That's about all I need for the most part. Um, if I need, if I need some kind of mid layer, my favorite piece right now is this, uh, this run division hoodie that's actually covers your whole face. So it could, you know, acts as a, as a mask, you know, it's not PPE or anything like that, but it cover your whole face, especially out here in Chicago where the wind chill is crazy. You get that frost all on your face and stuff like that could really protect your face. But that's been my favorite thing. I actually, uh, Jamie, one of the runners who runs with seven on Sundays and gumbo, she actually purchased some men's hoodie, but she purchased it for herself and she loves it. But it has this nice, really soft feel to it. It's really breathable. It's, it's like this beautiful light gray color, it has some nice reflective elements to it, but it's just really soft to the touch. And it's it's very breathable, which is important for me. Um, because I, like I said, I run really, really hot. But my biggest thing is something that's wind resistance because it keeps the wind out it keeps the heat in mm-hmm. so that's kind of my go-to and then uh my 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 uh the trail gore-tex the pegasus trail gore-tex is my favorite runner showing the winter time because it gives that added um traction to the bottom of your feet and then that gore-tex just keeps my foot warm i can run through all types of slush and my and my feet are not getting wet at all mm-hmm. I mean, I love all that. I think to add, just to add to what you already said is socks. Like I got to cover my ankles. I hate getting snow on my ankles. 
my lower mm. my my lower leg region. Like I just can't. Like when I see, it's like when I see people with low socks in winter with their ankles exposed. I, it's to me, it's this. You might as well not have a jacket on. To me, I'm just like, what are you doing? You're wild. You're wild if you wearing it, wearing ankle cut socks in the winter. You're At wild. all. I don't care if you're walking into the grocery store. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You get that cool breeze wrapped right around your ankles. Like, I, you know, with the warm ass jacket on up top, I'm like, but I can see your ankles. Like, I know you cold. I know you cold. All that heat is going just out from your ankles. Don't underestimate a good glove, neither. Right. And, oh and true. And like, low key, you know, Nike be having some thin gloves. And I wish that, like, I, this is me just saying out there for those listening. I just wish that they made them a little thicker. That's all I'm saying. Just a little. And also the neck region. For me, it's like, I, as long as I cover my neck, put some gloves on, cover my ankles. I, I Ultimately, I don't want to really have skin out. Gators are where it's at. Hands yeah. down. Gators are where it's at because while you're out on your run, you need to stop into some place. If you got your vaccination card, even pull better. Pull it up. Pull that gator right up over your face. Mm-hmm. It, Treat it like a mask. It mm-hmm. is what it is. Unless you want a fucking airplane, then yeah. they don't consider it a mask, which right. that's bullshit. But <laughs> yes, get you a solid gator um, and make that happen. And you know where to find all of these items. Right. Last right lap. Here, right here, right here, right here. But either way, get these items. They feel really good. I got wool socks. I love yeah. socks. Merino wool. And like, for those who think that wool they hear wool and they just think hot it's like marine there's wool breeze you know what i mean it keeps you warm in the cold but then it also it regulates the temperature yeah exactly so like if you can get merino wool that's like i think there's a lot of runners that know that that's where it's really at because it's not like we're not talking about thick socks these are like they feel like regular socks almost um but they're just made out of a better fabric yeah Cause I've also heard too, it's just like cotton is just like you, if you sweat into it, it's just like, it's just holds on to it. It doesn't, yeah. cotton, cotton really doesn't do much. It doesn't move it and it doesn't drop fast. So that's yeah. why so much of our gear is made out of polyester. Yeah. So it's why you're not running in cotton t-shirts. Yeah. If you know. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's wrap this up. What are you, let's go back to giving flowers. I'm like, I want to give a flat, like, I want to, I want you to go first because I don't have mine yet. <laughs> uh, let's see. I would like to, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to give my flowers to Rosalie, man. Why is that? Because, like, she put her foot on my neck and she was like, go sign up for this fucking race. Like, do it. Do it, do it, do it. But also, she has been a very, integral part in um the planning seven on Sundays. Uh we have like we, we me, Aaron and Craig have put together a team of people, mostly uh mostly Karen and um Rosalie. And then we pulled on Sam uh for feed the homies because you know we need to help with the menu and understand how to shop for that type of event. Um it looked uh, like it went really well by the way. It, it was it was it was beautiful. I don't I don't even know if we did a recap of it here, but it was like it was really nice. But it went well because uh, Rosalie played a very important part 
and planning that and getting the 5K portion together. And she's done an excellent job. She has some beautiful ideas leading up going into the next year for seven on Sundays. Uh, of course, we had a For the Love of the Run February uh, event coming up and stuff like that. So we're going to bring that back for February. And I mean, yeah, I I don't think we could be where we are right now if she didn't join the squad. Wow. Shout out to Rosalie. Did she listen to the podcast? I think so. Yeah, well. I think so. I hope she's smiling right now. Yeah, she deserves. She deserves yeah. all of the praise. Like it's, it's it's wonderful, and I one I can't wait to see her continue to grow in her coaching and stuff like that. I I hope you know more people ask for her services and also provide her with feedback and things yeah. like that because uh, she wants to learn from the runners she's working with just as much as she wants to help improve them. Love that. Okay, where'd you get your running vest from? I don't think we ever actually said that. I got this joint from Amazon. Okay. Uh, this I don't know the brand. I can't pronounce his words like some Indian word, but oh, I'm not even gonna try. Word. I'm not even gonna try. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just got it off Amazon real quick. It, you know, it's something I don't I don't know how it feels or if I'm gonna like it, but you know, um, I'm gonna try. I'll probably, if I continue to run ultras, I'm probably going to switch over to Amplify's running vest or Nike's running vest. But we're going to see. This was pretty cheap on Amazon. I think I spent like 40 some, 60 some dollars for this with the with the bladder pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Karen has the same one. She found one for maybe a little bit more than mine that had actually two bottles that came with it along with the bladder pack. So she oh, did wow. a better shopping than I did. But uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, two liters on the back. Um, got the whistle. I like to call it the Ray whistle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> booty. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do wish that it had like a little bit more pockets to the side. When I was watching the documentary, a lot of the ultra runners had legitimate pockets to hold their stuff in. You got to get the Solomon when you're ready to spend that. I spent way too much on mine, but it has a pocket. It has. I consistently continue to find more pockets. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm 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 in the process of opening an account with Amplified. So I'll be carrying their products. Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. And they got some really nice packs. Okay. So say less. You know, I get it. You the plug. I'm the plug. You already know. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Anybody who's trail running, anybody who loves to go ultra run and stuff like that, you know what Last Lap Corner Store is about. It's about creating a, a higher level of accessibility to these items, to these gears. If, if you want to spend money with me, but I don't have the things that you like, slide into my DMs. Let me know what it is that you would love for me to carry so you can shout with me. And I'll do what I can to get that or something similar to it in the store for you. Love that. That's how it is. So I think I'm going to give my flowers to Matthew. Have I done that yet? Probably. I don't know if I have. I guess I love him. (laughs) 
yeah. I mean, just because he's been holding it down and, you know, it's been nice to host together and spend time together and have a break and like go on movie dates. And I finally saw Spider-Man and, you know, all the things. It's been great. It's been great. That's my partner. And he's been taking care of me and supporting me while I've been healing, you know. That's so cute. Goes. Fucking goes. <laughs> I, I haven't it. spent any time around people, so I don't have like I don't I don't have no one to give my flowers to. I was about to be like my great great grandfather. <laughs> my great great grandfather shouts out to you. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? for pulling my great great grandma. You know, for you know I mean? for putting it on lock. You know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that part. I love it. I love it. But I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. He, y'all deserve. He deserve flowers. I love watching y'all. I hope I have what y'all have one day. I mean, you know, like I love watching y'all. So <laughs> I mean, I was talking to Matthew about because Matthew and I have been together. for We had our eighth year anniversary this past summer. So when we see friends that are like finding love we're just like we just kind of be like oh that's you know young love young like, love you know <laughs> that's that young love like yeah you know we just be watching from afar look at them look we was there once back you know that was us that was us <laughs> listen man i it's it's been a it's been a theme and i, I don't, don't want to keep talking about it but like it's it's been a theme that uh, Karen said to me really early when we was talking, when, back when we wasn't even like, we weren't even really trying to be with each other like that. It was just something cool to be doing for a minute. And it was like, I was trying to put the words, I was trying to find the words to explain like how, why I was enjoying the time that I was spending with her and like, you know, why this was so cool. And like, she just like laid it out so simple and perfect. And she was just like, it's nice to be liked. Yeah, everybody. Yes, yes. Everybody wants to be wanted. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, just I don't know. It it just it just never dawned on me. You you think like, oh man, this person is just so nice. This person is this, and that person is that. And it was just like, it was just I was trying to put the way I felt on her and stuff like that. Like it was just something about her. When really, it it was kind of like in a. And it was kind of like it's a selfish thing. It was just nice to be with somebody who liked me right. versus just being with somebody and stuff like that and exchanging just moments with somebody. It was just nice to be with somebody who actually liked me and stuff like that. And and she felt the same way. It was nice, you know, for her to have that experience with me as well. And it's been that way for the last few months and stuff like that. Honestly, we only really made it official with like, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, y'all had a plan. You laid it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had a whole last, like, this ain't that kind of podcast, so we ain't got to talk about it too Yeah, maybe we can get offline. We had a a whole, like, little plan. You know what I'm saying? She was was trying to have her cake and eat it too when she found out, like, nah, this, I don't want nobody had none of that nigga cake. I'm keeping him. Okay. I, I would say right now is the time where people are, ready and willing to fall in love so I mean, right on time uh the cool thing is, is you know we just in a place where 
you know, there's just no expectations on each other. We're not, we not putting anything on each other and make it seem like, because I want this, you should have that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like, because I want this from you, then you should be ready to give me this. Is that August? My my dear sweet son, he, he so said kind. it's about time you wrap this and up. It, and you know what, sir? He didn't come in here. Right. Right. He just came and set his cup down. He and said, "Look, it in front of the computer. I'm gonna need you to fill this up because it is empty." Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna get off my soapbox and we are gonna close it up because. It's a lot, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's nice. We're going to enjoy it for as long as it's here, you know? I'm here for it. I support it. Um, Well, have fun. You're going to kill it. Um, I don't even know. I'm just excited to see what happens. Just, you know, post on your Instagram so we can watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably going to be my saving grace. I might post during the race. We'll see. I mean, that is the most fun thing. I was posting during the Chicago Marathon back in I was just like, and now I'm downtown. <laughs> and now I'm downtown. <laughs> all right, right. I'm trying to town all the things. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Um, we, and I guess I'll just talk to you next week. Love it. Yeah, have right. a good night. Peace. Say bye, August. Bye. Bye. Good luck. Bye, right, y'all. Bye.